Hey, my name is Bill. And my name is Danny. And we are people of Epcot. Epcotters. Epcotians. Citizens of Epcot. Does anyone know what they call themselves? A couple of park hoppers. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind has officially opened at Epcot. From attending opening day, checking out all the new merch, how you can ride this coaster on your next visit, we've got you covered. We also have a few ideas for songs we thought would have been out of this world to ride to. All this and more, up next. Let's hop to it! Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind is now open. <laughs> I am not getting tired of saying that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Guys, this ride is just out of this world spectacular. There is no other way to describe it. It is that damn good. It's intergalactic awesomeness. Ooh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I kind of like it. Intergalactic awesomeness. Well, here's the thing. This ride, we got to ride it a couple of times before it opened, and then we had to wait. <laughs> yeah. and, that, and now we can only ride it once Yeah. per day. The thing is, this ride is so in demand that, I mean, there's ways to be able to ride it more than once, but it's very, very difficult. It, yes, yes. At least right now. Maybe, right now. you know, after a couple of weeks or a month or so, it might kind of calm down a little bit. But we're going to touch on all that and how you can get on this incredible attraction that is brand new to Epcot as of officially as of May 27th, 2022. Yes. I and I just I love this. I know it's like the new toy right now, so everybody wants oh, to yeah. play with it. Yep. <laughs> but I just think this ride is so incredible and the rewritability is just oh it's off the charts it's off the charts that everybody is just so excited about it but speaking of rewritability one thing that this ride has that most rides don't have is actually uh different songs yeah so we've been over this in previous episodes uh we touched on it in our youtube and tiktok videos the fact that there are currently six different songs that you can actually ride yes. to um, on this attraction. And it's actually kind of funny. We're, we just started a list when we were going for, uh, we were going through what we were going to talk about in this episode. Yeah. And um, Danny and I are keeping track of how many times we've ridden to each song. Um, so the, the song options, just to recap real quick, we've got I Ran, Disco Inferno, Everybody Wants to Rule the World, September. One Way or Another, or Conga. So those are the six songs you can ride to. Um, currently, uh, I have ran to, I guess. I have ran to I ran uh, twice. Danny has as well. Yes. Um, I've ridden to Disco Inferno three times, and Danny's risk- ridden to that twice. And yes. those are the only songs that Danny's gotten so far. <laughs> I've ridden four times yeah. gotten two songs. Exactly. Um, I've got Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears twice, which is my favorite song to ride to. I've had September from Earth, Wind, and Fire once, and then neither one of us have gotten one way or another or Conga yet. Yeah, Conga seems to be like, well, the, the last two seem to be the songs that most, I, I really haven't heard people get. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, I just, it's just so funny because out of all the rides, 
we've written 12 times in total. We've gotten four songs out of six. Right. You would think that like if we had written that many times that... Odds are, yes. But because it's random and it doesn't matter like which ride vehicle you're in, it's not the same song in that particular ride vehicle. It's right. completely random. So it's not, you know, like a one in six chance to get a song. It's just, it's, who knows what those odds are. I'm not a mathematician like Sheldon Cooper. <laughs> right. Well, but the thing is, I am I do want to keep track of this so yeah. we can kind of almost use that that data yeah. to kind of see okay well like what if we keep writing it and there's one song we just like won't get it's literally like the blind boxes that people are doing so what's really popular right now is purchasing blind boxes or blind bags so basically you get a set of something pins little stuffed animals uh the the options are endless but you don't know what you're getting until you open it. Right. And so what that causes is people to be like, okay, I bought like eight of... Like that stupid Star Wars toy we bought? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that no. Nuimo or whatever it was Nui- called? Yes. And uh, no, the uh, Nuimos are the little ones you dress up, right? I believe. Oh, and it was, no, it was the Wishables. The Wishables, <clears throat> yes. So the Wishables are just like that. You can feel on the outside what they are or guess. And then <laughs> I was very wrong. <laughs> we were off. And so was the cast member. Too, yes. So. But um, that's kind of the fun of it. It makes you buy more of them. Yeah. But this ride is kind of feeling like that to me. Yeah. Except I can't feel around to guess what song I'm getting. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing you can do to predict the song. And like we were talking about before, it's not a one in six chance. I mean, the two the two of us have ridden 12 times combined now, and we've had five rides to Disco Inferno. So that's almost half. Well, it's funny because yesterday, right before the... Uh, the the reverse launch in the back of my head i was like oh no please don't be iran because if that's the case then i will have ridden four times and (laughs) ridden to iran three of them yeah not that it's not a fun song to ride to but i want i want to like mix it up a little bit i want to feel what it feels like to ride on like with different songs totally um so real real quick before we dive into our first topic that i thought we were going to talk about yeah just because you mentioned the reverse launch i kind of want to mention what happened to us yesterday yeah while we were on the ride so you go through you go through the queue you get on the on the coaster vehicle you go through and you you see all the guardians and they're preparing you for your mission you go through the first jump point you meet the villain um and then there's a a blast that happens into your into the reverse launch yes um if you haven't seen that yet check out our youtube channel youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and you can actually see um right up until basically the end of the reverse launch and then it's not worth recording after that um but there was an interesting thing that happened to us yesterday as we were just about to to blast into the reverse launch and seemingly the ride kind of paused. Uh, my assumption is that there was uh, a slow unload from uh, the the people who were in front of us that were... For whatever reason. Yeah, <laughs> that they were just slow loading in and so I assumed they were going to be slow loading out. And so we had to just wait for them to kind of clear the area. Now, the reason I was recording was um, there will be another TikTok uh, also, but I, we, we were recording just a little bit of footage for it. Yeah. But we just happened to catch this. So Gamora, you hear her say, I think we're jumping back. And then normally you would hear an explosion. Your song would start and then you would literally go right into the reverse launch. But here's what happened yesterday. I think we're jumping back. All the way back. All the way? To the Big Bang? 95% certain. Which means there's a 5% chance we're just in a tunnel. 
A tunnel? In space? We've seen weirder things, Quill. I am Groot. Yes, like that. I am Groot. And that. I am Groot. That was the weirdest. So we just literally sat in darkness with like a little bit of light on the, the <laughs> screen there right. for about 30 seconds. I cut it down, but yeah, here we go into the reverse launch. Right. But that was so weird yesterday. Well, and you can watch that. We did put that video on both TikTok and Instagram. Yep. At Park Hopper Show on both. Go follow us. And we did cut out the middle part of silence and people nervously giggling about <laughs> waiting for the co- <laughs> like the reverse launch, the, the cosmic funny. launch. Uh, but it was just so funny because I was expecting to hear the song and I was kind of like holding on to my phone to make sure, you yeah. know, that as I went backwards, my phone did not fly forwards. Right. But uh, hearing the Guardians chat back and forth was really funny. Yeah. But I think one thing that is kind of hilarious about that is you're on edge waiting for that reverse launch. Yeah. While they're talking, you're mm-hmm. like, uh, I am Groot. Wait, what? <laughs> so if you, if you listen closely, if that ever happens to you, if you listen closely, you can actually hear the hydraulics from the coaster car right from the from the tracks. And you can tell when you're about to go. I was listening for that. I feel like we heard it, though. And then it was like you heard it once and then you heard it again because it was there's two different oh. you know, noises that it makes. And then you go because we went like two seconds after the second hydraulic thing. But that's what I was listening for. So I kind of knew when it was coming. Hydraulics expert is not in my yeah. uh, Instagram <laughs> description. Yeah, <laughs> but I love that kind of stuff. I love that they add that extra stuff into the ride just in case there's a delay. Like on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Have you ever seen the w- what they do for the delays where um, like this disembodied female voice? I think she's the oh, voice yes. of Disneyland comes on. She's like, please stay seated, everybody. Blah, 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 blah. And then Mickey goes, uh, hey, announcer lady. Do I have to stay seated too? <laughs> it's pretty fun. Well, and also if you get stuck or if you get paused, I don't want to say stuck because that sounds like sad. Yeah. It's fun too when you get stuck. You get to see stuff you don't normally get to. When you get paused um, in the picnic scene on Mickey and Minnie's, um, I think at the end that Mickey's like, oh, he like says something like acknowledging that you're still here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He starts He starts like humming and singing a little bit more. You know, the, you know, the nothing can stop us now. Like he's, <laughs> he's singing like this, the slow version that builds into the choir and then the right. ride's over. But like you're just standing, you're just like staring at him. It's like, la, 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 la. It's pretty fun. <laughs> I, I love all that extra stuff. It's pretty cool. Speaking of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, um, our friend Rob just confirmed something that I thought I saw the other day. Shout out, Rob. And, um, when you are going from the uh, ballet room to the squishing room. The squishing room? <laughs> yeah, we'll call it the squishing room. There is a, um, first off, there's a dumpster. If you look on the right side of the dumpster when you're going into the next room, the Imagineers had all their kids sign that side. Oh, that's cool. And I always looked at that. But for the first time, I kind of look down and there's an ice cream cone sitting in front of the dumpster and it is a hidden sorcerer Mickey. That's cool. So it looks like somebody kind of dropped an ice cream cone. Right. Like you wouldn't go, oh, that's sorcerer Mickey. But for some reason this past time, I was like, hey, hang on a second. And then Rob confirmed it. So I think we're going to try to see if we can get video of that. That's cool. But uh but yeah, there's all these little things in these rides that if, you know, the more you ride them, the more you appreciate them. <laughs> and it's always cool to, when like you do have a pause, getting to see those little 
details that are sprinkled into the ride. Oh, I yeah. just love that. Yep. And both of those rides, both Guardians and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, are both incredibly rewritable for those very reasons. Right. Exactly. All right. So let's jump into our first topic. We kind of wanted to, we got a talk into this about five seconds before we started recording this episode. I mean, we've discussed it, but we didn't like choose. Yeah. <laughs> but there's so many. There's so many. Oh my gosh. So we were talking about what other songs we thought we would like to ride to or what songs we thought would fit well with the speed and the the nature of Guardians the of the Galaxy. The experience, have you? Exactly. And Guardians, the franchise, is known for classic, you know, 70s, 80s rock, you know, for being right. part of part of the deal when it comes to the Guardians movies. Um, so we made a little bit of a list that we thought would be really fun to ride to on this uh, on this ride. And the first one that kind of popped into my head was Tom Petty's Running Down a Dream. And if you don't know that song, Running Down a Dream, just look it up. Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you got. Um, just the way that the fast part of that song um, kind of goes and the the beat is continuous. I thought that would have been really fun to kind of like glide and dip and climb and and all that that you do on Guardians. To yeah, that I totally agree. Well, we're just gonna go through these. Yeah. and some of these I think we pick because if you go to like events like sports games or um, go sports teams, um, but like if you go to a game, they're trying to hype you up. And I think a lot of times if we either recognize a song or we have good experiences that come to mind when we hear a song, yeah. it kind of like enhances the song itself. So putting these kind of songs on a ride, you know, would just kind of make people that people love to recognize that kind of stuff. And yeah. one song that I feel like I hear all the time is welcome to the jungle yeah. by guns and roses. Yep. And that's one of those songs that, uh, I feel like hypes that song hypes me up. And, uh, I think it would be really fun to ride. I think it would fit the ride. Totally. Uh, another one that Danny uh, thought of that I thought was a really, really good suggestion was ACDC's Thunderstruck. Um, from about 30 seconds in, that song is like perfect for this ride, beat-wise. Well, this is one of the songs that they used to play at the um, Shamu show. Okay. And so it like to get you like hyped up to see like you know the whales doing their hyped thing. Hyped up to see the whales. And also, I feel like this kind of stuff, that song, you often hear it like... <laughs> The way you just said that. <laughs> Get hyped up, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this Sunday, kids seats are still just five bucks. <laughs> you know the monster truck commercials. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking. Brave digger. <laughs> it was at the Alamo Dome. At the Alamo Dome. This Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Uh, ours was at the uh either the worcester centrum or the dcu center so the dcu center this <laughs> sunday i don't know if they still monster truck 5000 <laughs> i don't know if they still do this but they still do like ticket giveaways at the radio stations oh god yeah that's like all we do i don't know i don't like listen to the radio anymore but like when i used to um you know listen like pretty religiously mm -hmm. i feel like i remember in particular one time I called in and I won monster truck tickets. Monster truck tickets. <laughs> and I, if I remember correctly, my mom was like, you can go, we can get them and we can give them to like one of your classmates. And like I gave, because <laughs> I was like, do we want to go? And we were all like, eh, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. You ever been in one of those? I don't think monster so. Monster truck rally. <laughs> They're really loud. Like you should almost wear headphones if you go there. I just, it's not that I wouldn't go. It's just I haven't gone. I mean, it's... Unless you're really into it, it's not like 
something you should probably go to. You know, you and your family, you know, four little women. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like Monster trucks. For I think I was like, you know, really young. And I was like, Mom, <laughs> do we go to the monster trucks? And then I was like, no, all my three women wearing Grave giant bows. <laughs> <laughs> exactly but yes thunderstruck is another great song um, wow that, yeah that's where we got that from uh, <laughs> uh go ahead and go with the next one yeah um one song that really stood out for me that i would have loved to do uh, to ride to on this ride is from my favorite band of all time and it's don't stop me now from queen um it's just it, i think it fits so well after that slow part of the beginning of the song but once the song kind of picks up I think it is an absolutely perfect song that could have been written to. That's actually the song I chose for the TikTok. Oh yeah, the, about yeah. the Guardians because I. That's right. Because you need to when you're when you have like a voiceover, you need to also have something that fits it, and yeah. I the vibe of that song I think would go perfectly with the ride. Um, another song that I said was Barracuda by Heart. I think I just have Ooh, like Barracuda. I just feel like some of the songs that I like associate with like shows and like sure. You know, entertainment. I think that's another great song. Um, this next one, I <laughs> yeah, holding out for a hero from Bonnie Tyler. Shout out to our old friend Scotty Slade, um, <laughs> a, a New England area uh, independent professional wrestler. Used to come out to this song, so I always think of it when I uh, think of him when I hear this song. But yeah, that's a great that's a great choice. We listened to a little bit of a of a clip before we started playing or before we started recording, and it was yeah, it would fit. Right. 100%. And some songs, it's funny because you'll like say them and you're like, that's such a good song. But then when you hear it you're, you, and you have ridden the ride, you're like, well, I mean, so some things that we've said didn't make our very short list. But yeah. um, the next one would be Surrender by Cheap Trick. And this is one you suggested, correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's such a great song. You know, it's, you think of it well, like doing like a long drive or like a long run or something. So, I feel like Surrender would have fit really well with this with this ride. Yeah, and this last one, I think you had mentioned that this almost made the ride. Yeah, I had heard from somebody who I know in Imagineering that this was actually one of the finalists, and he had told me that people were writing like over 100 times to different songs to figure out what they thought was the best. And the song was I Want You Back by the Jackson 5. Yes. So I was told that that was one of the, I don't know if it was like top 10, anything like that, but it was one of the final songs that were cut is okay. what I was heard. Um, but the the last two that I came up with here or that we came up with here, I thought would have fit really well just because they're so synonymous with the Guardians of the Galaxy films. Exactly. The first one being Blue Suede's Hooked on a Feeling, you know, the Ooga Chaka, Ooga Chaka. Right. Ah, hooked on a Feeling. You know, yeah. that, that song. Um, and then uh, the very beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy 2, where Groot is dancing around while all this like destruction is happening to I him. I know. <laughs> um, and that's to Electric Light Orchestra's Mr. Blue Sky. So I actually got to go back and watch um, Guardians 1 and 2 because my yeah. sister Katie is actually watching the Marvel movies all the way through for the first time. And I told her, I was like, if you wanted to lock us in a room for the next 48 hours, I would just like <laughs> watch them it. through with you. But she's kind of like taking her time. She's watching sure. them with her boyfriend, Nick. Um, and I totally get, you know, her wanting to take her time for each of them. I just think they're so good. But we got to watch both Guardians movies and my mom had never seen them. And uh, she is obsessed with Baby Groot. <laughs> <laughs> like there's this one scene where... Um, it was me, Katie, Megan, and my mom. And uh, 
it's after they're doing Yondu's send off. Oh yeah, yeah. And Baby Groot is like watching all the fireworks, and then he reaches out to Drax, and Drax takes him, and he yawns, and then he snuggles up to Drax's shoulder and falls asleep. So cute. And it was just so funny because at my house, the entire all the women were like. Like everybody was just like, oh my gosh, like he's so cute. But yes, I always think of that of him dancing. Yeah. And then um, I do think that the hooked on a feeling is definitely yeah. one. Now I do think they were just trying to switch it up a little bit. Switch it up. Um. Here's the other thing. I think it was probably an impossible task to pick to, to pick these songs. Yeah. Um. However, I also don't know anything about licensing that too i mean some of these songs would have been significantly more expensive for disney to license the rights to than what they actually have in the ride so we don't know what the costs are for the ones that are in the ride but i'm sure that you know something like queen or or the jackson five or you know any one of those bigger you know all-time all-time bands acdc it would have been a little bit more pricey for for disney to uh to go ahead and license that. Well, I also find it interesting that they only chose six, but I'm assuming it is based on licensing because literally you could have a, a an endless list, yeah, a, a playlist, but the cost of an endless playlist would probably run fairly high. <laughs> you, know what, you know what it probably was? It was probably like one of those memes that you've seen where it's like there's five rows and like the top row is five dollars, the four row, the fourth row is four dollars. <laughs> it's like you've got a you've got a thirty dollar budget, and you've got to pick six of these or something. Right, you right. Know what I mean, that's probably exactly what it was. But here's the thing: no matter how what song you ride to, um, this ride is incredible. And I'm yeah. let me ask you this, just out of curiosity, because I don't my my brain says yes. Do you think they'll ever mix up the songs? I do. I really do. Um, I'm not sure when but i do think at some point whether it be like a year or two from now or even five years from now i think they will switch it up a little bit because a lot of people have had the chance to ride several times by then and i think they'll uh they'll definitely switch it up well it would also like change the entire experience so if you've been riding like for the last year or two to the same six songs and you're like eh, i'll ride it whenever yeah if the if you find out that they have a like a new set of six songs or however many what yep. are you gonna do makes it more rideable you're gonna go on to ride it again uh but yeah i there are just so many options i think that they had an impossible task in choosing music yeah just because there's so many factors but i mean there's just endless possibilities with this ride and i love it yeah so the reason why I think that they wouldn't switch it up anytime soon is because of the next topic that we have and the fact that you need a virtual queue to get into this ride. And as is right now, if you're not staying in a resort, you have far less uh, likelihood likelihood of riding this more than once in one day. Right. So virtual queue is back. You know, we had it for Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. We had it for uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. And it has made its return, its glorious return, to Walt Disney World um, here in Orlando for the newest ride, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Um, Virtual queue opened on the day the ride opened on May 27th. Um, There are two ways to get uh, into said virtual queue at 7 a.m., 
and 1 p.m. The 7 a.m. you can do from anywhere, um, anywhere in in Orlando, anywhere in another I think, state. I if you think can get anywhere there in the then. world, if you as long as you have a reservation, as long as you have you get there by the time you're supposed to get on. Well, but I mean the actual attempt. If you have a sure, yeah. if you have a reservation, yeah. then you can do that. I mean, theoretically, you could be sitting in an airport in Boston, make the reservation at seven a.m., get to Florida at ten o'clock, and ride at eleven. <laughs> like, right. theoretically, you could do that, um, but it's it's not likely. But it's you know, theoretically, you could do that. You can book that seven a.m. virtual queue from anywhere, and then the one o'clock virtual queue drop has to be from inside Epcot after you've scanned in from your park reservation already. Now, if you did the 7 a.m., you cannot do the 1 p.m. Correct. You cannot, one or the other. Yes. Yeah, so you one can only another, do the virtual you, <laughs> you can only do the virtual <laughs> queue one time. Yeah. Now, just just to kind of like go back a teeny tiny bit, what is virtual queue? We're gonna cosmic rewind a little bit. We're gonna cosmic rewind. <laughs> virtual queue just basically means that you get on when it you know you have availability. When, so like yeah. Bill said those two times. Now, what you do is you pick your party. They must have valid admission and reservations to the park that day. And then when, if you're able to get a virtual queue, you will be in what's called a boarding group that gets called back to ride the ride. So literally you're not standing in yeah. like line that entire time. And you don't get a choice. So when you get your virtual queue, you get your boarding group. It assigns you a number. And then over the course of the morning slash afternoon your number you you'll get a like an update of when your number is going to be called and then once you're called you have an hour to ride from that point now don't think of it like a reservation because let's just say you get your queue at 7 a.m and at that time you can see on your app that it says it's expected to be called back in 400 minutes and that's just an estimate that's an estimate so depending on starting with group one all the way to the group that you're in Depending on how fast that goes, whether it's maybe the ride needs, you know, you know, sometimes with these things, things need to be reset. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, um, you know, some people take longer to get off and on the ride for whatever reason. Uh, whatever is going on can affect the time that you're called back. You just won't know it. Right. But you can get called back earlier. You can get called back later. But... That is your basically your spot in line, so you are not physically standing in line yet. Right. Danny and I got a boarding group yesterday, and the original time, I believe, was supposed to be around 12.30. And then as the morning went on, they were loading people very quick. And then it said estimated time was like around 11.30. And then it got pushed back to about 12.15. And then by the time we were called, it was right at 12 o'clock when we were called. So it kind of fluctuates within, you know, for the, for the most part, within like a 45-minute to an hour period. Just kind of giving you an idea of when you need to be in the vicinity of Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. But you had a very different experience on opening day where yes. you were given an estimate. And then that ended up being like quite different so i woke up and i was like i have to work today but i'm just gonna see if <laughs> because why I should not? do why not honestly my thought was we moved here this is why we moved here yep so i was able to you know get a spot in the queue for you me and rob because we all had reservations and it said at that point that we should be getting called back around 1 30 
So I was like, that's cool. Like I can probably like use some time that I have to be able to, you know, cut out and come back later. And for reference, we were given boarding group 61 that day. Yes. And so what ended up happening was as I'm working and I'm kind of keeping an eye on the queue, we ended up getting called at 10.53, not 1.30. (laughs) That's crazy. And if you had seen me, I'm like in my work from home look, which is like not, you know, ready to see <laughs> not show pe- ready, not, not show ready. <laughs> we'll just put it that way. I knew that I needed to pack up my bag yeah. still. I had been planning on doing it during my lunch, which this was supposed to be. We were supposed to be called back after my lunch. So I was like, oh, I'll just do all that then. But <laughs> we got called back at uh 1053 and i ended up just barely making it and we got to ride it that day so but like we're saying you don't know when you're right you're going to get called back so you do want to have flexibility when it comes to that this whole system is not built upon the premise that you know there's a bunch of florida residents that make their their boarding groups or or their virtual queue times and they're just going to sit around and wait to leave to go to ride this one sure. ride and go home. This is based upon like being in the park and, hey, this is when you might need to be near the ride. Right. So it's it's less convenient if you don't know uh, what particular time you're going to be riding if you're local and you're just planning on doing that. But as long as you keep an eye on the time and you know see how quickly the boarding groups are, are going through the app, then you, you have no problem doing that. As a local. Right. But at the end of the day, the virtual queue is to hold your spot in line. Correct. And um, they generally have been doing this for rides that are overly popular. Right. Basically, if... When they first open. Right. Especially when they first open. Basically, if you were to come into the park and have to stand in like a 12-hour line, we don't want that. Nobody wants that. We don't, as you know, people who come visit the parks do not want to stand in long lines like that long. And also, um, you know, these parks don't want you guys to have that experience. Right. Now, we're just going to briefly touch on how to get that virtual queue. Mm-hmm. So first off, you do want to wake up before 7 a.m. If you wake up at 7 a.m., you're you're toast. Wake <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, I love that show. <laughs> um, but you want to wake up a couple minutes beforehand. Um, you have an hour before the queue goes live to be able to first off confirm your party so let's just say you know bill and i have reservations but also two friends that i have who i'm not going to the park with that day have reservations if they're going to be trying for their own virtual queue don't want to ride whatever i can pick bill and i and edit the party right from uh you would right from that virtual queue page in the Disney app. And this is new. This this is brand new, you know, towards the end of the Rise of the Resistance uh, virtual queue. And right now for Guardians of the Galaxy uh, virtual queue, you were not, al- you were not able to sol- pre-select your party prior to making the boarding group right. for a long time. So now they've learned from that. So they let you pre-select. And again, this is from the homepage. You're going to choose virtual queues, and then you're going to choose that queue. Yeah. Then once you have your queue picked up, like we said, we can e- you can edit your party. Now we wait. We anticipate the drop. Uh, the best thing to do is to look at a real... Dun. 
So what is it called that like the world time, like the exact the yeah, the the world clock? Yeah, the world clock. The best thing to do is either look at that or look at something that is showing you seconds that is yeah. accurate. Look at the clock app icon on your iPhones. It shows a second hand and that is incredibly accurate. Yes. Um so yeah. you watch that. I would say about two to three seconds before that, you want to be ready to either uh, reload the page that you're on, or there's going to be a button that says uh, refresh. That is new. That mm-hmm. didn't used to be there. Correct. So this morning I attempted to reload the page. It slowed me down. And uh, we didn't get a cue for today. Now, this was just me being sleepy. I woke up. I tried. I went back to bed. No harm, no foul. Um, But when I got it the other day, I had hit refresh. And then as soon as you hit refresh, you can immediately hit join the queue. Right. Now, you want to be quick. Yes. Now, the reason we say this is because the second I had hit refresh... Like I had already tried to refresh it. It was thinking and then it was gone within like seconds. It's crazy. It's this new way because you can now pre-select your boarding party makes it so much harder to actually get the boarding groups because that was one of the things you would pull down, you would select, you would hit join and then you would pick your people and then you would join your boarding group. Right. Where that's where a lot of people got slowed down. So if you were quick with your thumbs and getting through that pick your people stage, you could get a boarding group no problem for Rise of the Resistance. That was never an issue for me. I I think I tried it like fifteen times and missed out on it once. Right. Like it was never an issue. But with Danny's experience this morning, I'm like, oh crap, we gotta be way faster now. Well, the pull down and let it refresh is not um I'm what I'm wondering is if you do that like a couple seconds before. Yeah. Then it would work. I did it right at seven. So literally the two seconds, three seconds that it took, it was gone. Like the cues were full. One other thing I wanted to mention too is that if you have people in your party that are that want to ride and they're everybody's trying to get the virtual queue, if you see an error pop up on your screen, the chances are somebody in your group has already gotten it. Yeah. Um this has happened, you know forever with rise of the resistance and it happened uh two days ago to danny and i where we both tried at the same time but she was slightly faster than i was somehow Um, i got i got an error on my screen but we were already booked on her end so just go back double check that virtual queue screen and it if you did get one it will show up there so go back and double check don't feel like you uh messed up something if you have an error on the screen go back and check it it's just a double you know, double back and look. Right, definitely do that. Don't don't think all is lost if you have multiple people attempting. And it is good to have multiple people attempting to do this because you, the more chances you have at trying to get a cue, I mean, just like with anything else, the better the chance you're going to get to go on the ride. Now, I did also want to mention that this is also similar to the one o'clock drop. The reason it's similar to the one o'clock drop is it's exactly the same thing, but you must be in Epcot. You cannot, um, you must have already scanned into Epcot, excuse me. Um, My understanding is as long as you've scanned into Epcot, you don't have to physically be there for that one o'clock drop. Yeah. So once you've scanned in, that's, yeah, you're fine. 
Um, but the only the only thing that this really prevents is people park hopping to Epcot to try and get a virtual queue because you can't park hop and enter the park until two o'clock. Right. So you basically what it comes down to is that either way at the seven o'clock or the one o'clock, you have to have an Epcot reservation that you booked either that morning or previously. You have to have an Epcot reservation. But for the one o'clock, you have to have already scanned in to get that. Right. Now, one thing, uh, one last thing I did want to mention is that uh, when it comes to these queues, I think what we might try to do is try to see if we can come up with a screen record of how it actually looks. And so you guys can see all the steps, but we will we will try to work on that. But overall, these uh, the virtual queues are very quick to go. Uh-huh. Uh, they have made the playing field more even for everybody to get on the ride, which I think is great. Yeah. Um, makes me glad I live down the street, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, I do think it's good if, you know, that they've leveled the playing field. Now, here's the flip side to this. Since we are talking about the queue, there's another way to get on the ride, but it's not one that we have used yet. And that is the individual lightning lane. Now, if you want to use the individual lightning lane, and that's just basically you are paying to go on the ride and you are choosing a time to go on. Yep. Now, when you do that, there is a drop at 7 a.m., but that is only for people who are staying on property. Correct. So if you go really quickly, don't catch the queue. But if you're like us and you're not staying on property, you can't buy an individual lightning lane. You're S-O-L. Until the park opens, that's when, if available, that's when the individual lightning lane is available for people who are not staying in a Disney resort. So whenever, whatever time Epcot opens is when that'll open up for folks who are not staying on site. Right, which we have not found to have any availability as of yet. Yeah. Now, if you are staying on property, uh, one thing you could do in theory is at 7 a.m., you would go into My Disney Experience, go to your tip board, and choose uh, the individual lightning lane under Guardians of the Galaxy. We're gonna we'll go more into steps in more detail probably on a video so you guys yeah. can see it. But That's- once you've purchased that, uh, you, what you can do is at one o'clock when you are in Epcot, you can also attempt to get a virtual queue. Correct. So you can actually try to go twice if you're staying on property. Now, uh, individual lightning lanes, again, they are available to everybody, but they are getting dropped or made available to resort guests at 7 a.m. And so far, we have not had an opportunity to even try to purchase it. Yeah. So just keep in mind, we're still within four days of the ride officially opening. Right. You know, so it's it's incredibly popular and it will be for weeks and months to come. Um, but I would imagine that because we got so we got through the queue so quickly yesterday when we were there that I think they're probably add more boarding groups and or more um, individual lightning lanes to kind of you know f- fill the place up a little bit better um, I think there it's a work in progress and it's it's gonna be changed we've saw it with rise we saw it with Remy's it's only a matter of time we, we we're gonna see it with guardians now there I do want to also mention one thing because probably if you're listening to this you're probably gonna come visit a little bit further down the road. Uh, and most likely you may have a better option or a better choice of choosing a try to get in the queue or 
do a paid lightning lane. Now, an individual lightning lane that is paid has one other feature, and that is the lightning lane is exactly what it sounds like. You skip the queue. You basically skip the line. And for Guardians, you actually go right to the loading area for the main pre-show. Right. So, yeah, you skip... Uh, the majority of the first room, the Galaxarium. Um, if you don't know what that is, check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers, and you can watch our video, our full queue tour video there. Uh, but you skip the Galaxarium, you skip the uh, the place where uh, the uh, the Xandar um, Progress City type model is. You skip right, all, all the interviews. That. You skip yeah. all that part. Um, and then you just go into the basically down a an unthemed hallway into a um, into the loading area for the first major pre-show. So if you want to see the Galaxarium in its full glory and you want to see all the models in the Zandarian uniforms and all that stuff that you saw in our video, you got to go in the um, the regular virtual queue for now or whenever the standby line opens. That's how you'll get to see all that stuff. But if you get into a lightning lane, um, you will be skipping most of that yes exactly well so we're going to keep you guys updated as things change because as we know things change as they learn and you know as the newness of the ride you know wears off a little bit especially to you know those who are local we want to ride as many times as possible there's just the things are always changing so keep an eye out we'll keep you guys updated now speaking of newness Let's talk about opening day. Yeah, you were lucky ducky and you were able to go to opening day. Shout out to Rob, keeping you company <laughs> while yeah. I had to work. <laughs> I was supposed to work, but I had time I could use. So uh, I was like, mm-hmm. bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, also my thought was, let me go tre- check out Treasures of Xandar. Let me go uh, update my ride Let count. me. <laughs> well, you know what? You have way more rides than me, so... Um, I uh, And I also wanted to see all the new merch. I knew that there was going to be merch drops that might sell out, those kind of things. Well, after getting the queue and after getting called at, uh, at 10.53, got there, was able to ride, amazing ride, so much fun. And then at that point, it was like, okay, well, what do we do? Well, first off, we were like, can we find an individual lightning lane? Spoiler alert. No, we couldn't find anything throughout the whole day. So what we did was we walked over to Treasures of Xandar. Now, Treasures of Xandar is right outside of the exit of Guardians of the Galaxy. So you do walk by it after you get off the ride. However, it was not open yet. And the reason it wasn't open yet, I believe, is because of the amount of people who were there. Now, I wasn't aware of this at first, but... I walked up. I was like, hey, when are you guys open? And they were like, we don't know. I was like, okay, cool. (laughs) We walked over to Creations Shop, which I just accidentally said earlier, Creations of Xandar, which (laughs) (laughs) remix. Um, We walked over there and there was a line over there. Mm -hmm. Now, depending on when you went, there was either like a five minute line or there was a line that went from like the front of the Creation Shop all the way almost to like the entrance to World Showcase. Like it was kind of intense. Yeah. However, they were it was moving fairly quickly, but they were trying to make sure that people weren't just like walking in and bombarding, you know, the store. Right. Now, I absolutely loved walking in and getting to check out all of the merch. The merch is amazing. It's very retro there. It pays homage to like classic Epcot. There was so much to choose from. I was so overwhelmed. Yeah. 
And it was just so funny because I was like, oh, I'm just going to take a quick video. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. That quick video turned into about a 30-minute video, which is on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Danny did an amazing job the other day showing off all the brand new Marvel and Guardians of the Galaxy merch that is now available at Epcot. Yes. And so everything that they had at uh, Treasures of Xandar, they also had at Creation Shop. So I was able to show everything there. Now, I was there for a while because it was so like busy and I was trying to like not get in the way. And so so it was a little bit like chaotic. It took a lot longer than I thought. But um, I got to see all sorts of stuff. Now, as of that day, the only thing that sold out were the two opening day T-shirts and there was a jumbo opening day pin that they were selling for $50, which I almost got because I always have FOMO. Um, but those three things sold out. As far as I know, that's the only thing that has sold out as of today. Now, after we did the merch haul, I showed you guys everything I was able to. I heard a manager near me say, oh, no, you know what else is sold out? The Loki horns. Oh, yeah. The Loki yeah. horns are also sold out. I misspoke. I think those are those will be back in stock. They're, yeah, those sure. are just popular. Um, I heard a manager say something, something open, something, something like their, you know, long line. And I was like, open. Wait, what are you talking about? And then he started talking to somebody else. So at that point I was done. I walked out and I walked over to Treasures of Xandar and lo and behold, after multiple times of checking all day, we were able to walk in and check out Treasures of Xandar. I will tell you, it is a very small store. It's exactly what it's supposed to be. It's a, after you ride the ride, you can walk in and check out the merch. Gift it's shop. not meant to be a, uh, it's not meant to be like a store like Creation Shop or like, um, what is it? Em Emporium. It's not meant to be a huge store with everything. Yeah, it's supposed walk to be around and shop for 45 minutes. Yeah, exactly. And uh, but walking in, I love the theming. The employees were so excited to be open. The Zandarians were so excited to be open. Uh, when you first walk in, they have like a screen with it's the broker, I believe. Yes, that's right. And he's talking to everybody who comes in the store. It's so much fun. The theming is great. They've got a giant Groot. Um, and they again, they had everything that. They had at Creation Shop. So if you go to our YouTube page, you actually get a look at that brand new store, the incredible theming. And we were actually able to get in after hours and hours and hours of waiting for it, and which was what I was hoping to do. So I'm, I was very excited to do that. Now, as for the merch that we got, uh, you weren't there to choose anything that day. Correct. You were at my mercy. I was. <laughs> I was. But what I ended up doing was, first off, Rob picked up a t-shirt for you. Yeah, shout out, Rob. Thank you, buddy. He, Appreciate it. He had a, a shirt that he purchased, and we were like, hey, that looks so great. We got to get Bill one. Bill pass holder. One. Yeah. So we, I got myself a pass holder shirt, and then I ended up getting two pins. I got the two limited edition opening day pins for us. Uh, one says, like, be kind, cosmic rewind, and the other is a little <laughs> mixtape. And Love it. now we're pin people, so I had to get those. And then I also got a very tiny ride vehicle. And I want you to like talk about the ride vehicles that we're collecting and like why. I love stuff that looks like things from the Disney parks. So on our table right now, eventually we'll we'll do video podcasts and you can actually see 
what we have on our desk here. Um, but we have a Cinderella castle, a Disneyland castle, a Hogwarts castle, a Jurassic Park uh, Jeep. We've got Mickey in Space Mountain Funko Pop, all kinds of stuff. But in front of our TV, we've also got these little ride vehicle uh, replicas that they've been making recently. Uh, we've got uh, Mickey and Minnie in a People Mover. Yes. We've got uh, a, the ride vehicle from Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. We have, uh, and now, now we have the the actual coaster vehicle from Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. And the cool part is because you know how when you're on the ride, you're kind of spinning around and doing your thing. Yeah. Um, there's actually a little uh, like a button you flip on the bottom of it. And when you turn it on, the ride, like the vehicle itself, like rides around in a circle and like spins around in random directions. So it's yeah. like, oh, it's kind of cool. It, it, you know, it replicates what it, uh, what it's like on the ride. And you have Groot sitting in the back. That's right. That's and right. Rocket sitting in the front in the ride vehicles. It's, it's awesome. It's a great little toy. It's a great little decoration. You know, if you're into that kind of stuff. So that's. Uh, I'm so glad that you grabbed that because... Uh, oh, I, I had to. Yeah, you you know me. Well, the other thing that we have over there is we also have the ride vehicle. Nobody's in it, but to Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Mm -hmm. And then we also have a Dumbo. Like, so the, oh, yeah. we yep. have the Dumbo yep. vehicle, I guess you'd say. <laughs> sure, yeah, the vehicle. So the elephant that you fly with. Yeah. And I believe it's Mickey and Minnie are sitting there. I can't see it right now, so now yeah. I'm questioning. It's hard to see from here, but it doesn't matter, ultimately. But uh, we've got all of those in front of our TV, and I, I love that. They're so fun. Yeah. And so uh, we're going to continue collecting those yeah. as new things come out, as long as you know we, we find them fun. But exactly. they've been doing a good job with that. And then lastly, uh, when we went yesterday, I actually picked up an interactive Groot. Oh, yeah. I have a the Disney chase card. And so I put everything on that and I pay it off every month and I have Disney points. And the thing is I bought a lot of spirit jerseys with it. I bought a lot of uh, like hats Just and pins. Stuff you wouldn't spend your regular money on. But I, but I buy like stuff with it that is like a t-shirt, a pin. And I have just been wanting to play with this interactive brute. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I have points. I'm going to buy it. So and I haven't opened it yet. Too. Yeah. It's baby Groot. So I haven't opened it yet. Um, I'm sure that we will, you know, show you guys what it's like and all of that stuff. But that was everything we did in terms of merch. We held back a lot because uh, we love our Marvel merch. Oh and they had so much good merch there. Just don't believe me. Go watch it on YouTube.com slash Couple of Park Hoppers. Yeah. <laughs> Watching out like almost like out the window, like Squidward in the meme of all the Avengers stuff happening out in California and like wishing I was there. Yes. So happy to see a lot of this Marvel stuff coming to Epcot. Oh my god. Especially the merch. Um, there was so much more too. And you can go check out that video and see the entire um, selection of what was available that day and what hopefully will still be available whenever you get here. Um, but there was not just Guardians of the Galaxy stuff. There was the Loki horns that Danny was talking about. There Loki are, Scepter. Yeah. There are the... Um, the nanotech uh, uh, infinity infinity gauntlet yeah from the, like the red one that Iron Man or Tony Stark snapped his fingers in. There's the gold one, the the infinity gauntlet that Thanos has, which is on opposite hands, by the way. I didn't. I even, never noticed. That, I never noticed that, that either. Tony snaps his right hand, but Thanos snaps his left hand. I wonder if that was like a an opposites like thing that they thought of, or just Thanos was left handed. I don't know. I don't know, but. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. It was kind of a cool touch when I saw both gloves next to each other yesterday. I didn't even I notice like, oh, that. that's cool. Um, they had a Tesseract. They had the Eye of Agamotto from Doctor Strange. I'm they had 99% sure I pronounced everything incorrectly when I was... <laughs> You're okay. Um, they had Loki's Scepter. They had um, the... Uh, the circle that they originally had in the first Guardians movie, or it's like a, it's not a circle, um, like a ball. Yeah, yeah. Remember at the beginning when he's trying to sell it? They right. had that. Uh, they also had, uh, I'm trying to remember because they had so much like authentic like Marvel merch. They had like a briefcase with they, Infinity Stones in it. They had the ether from, uh, there you from go. Thor uh, Dark World. Yeah, um, the, you know, the, the goop that went into Jane. Uh, that, <laughs> that they had that the thing that holds the ether. That was pretty cool. Um, lots of pins, lots of uh, shirts. And we went into uh, detail hats. with all of those. Yeah, we don't like describe them because we have them right in front of you. But we talked about the prices and stuff also, right? So that you guys could see all of that. Like any Marvel fan gets excited about that. There is a bunch of stuff that I was like, oh, I could definitely buy this. But again. I was able to restrain. It's just nice with all the restrictions because of the deal with Universal that we don't get a lot of Marvel stuff here. And now we get Guardians of the Galaxy and this incredible ride. And now we're starting to see Marvel merchandise coming into the stores. And it's like you're getting a taste of what they get out in California right? Um, here while, while you can. So yeah. it's really exciting to see that stuff uh, starting to show up at Epcot because we're huge Marvel fans. Oh, yeah. Very big Marvel fans. Now, um, one last thing I wanted to talk about because I want you guys to go watch the video. You'll love all the merch. Is one thing that I got silly excited about was getting PhotoPass photos that had Marvel like themed, basically. So what those would be are uh, if you're in front of guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind you can find a photo pass photographer and the the available magic shots are first off you in front of the ship in front of the ride i think they usually have it where you can see spaceship earth behind you <laughs> then there is a photo opportunity where you can take your picture with groot groot is leaning in and kind of Looking at the camera, almost like, what's happening over here? What's happening? And then uh, there's also a photo opportunity with the uh, where the ship is jumping through a jump point yeah. behind you. Uh, there's that. And then there's one more that almost looks like a trading card. It's hard for me to explain what it is, but it just looks very like Marvel-y. Yeah. And being able to do that on top of also getting an awesome ride photo for some reason <laughs> those ride photos in for this one are very very clear they're very clear so they had to have had you know the, the latest technology or whatever they used to um to brighten you up plus you're where the ride photo is taken is in a very very well lit area right um i don't know exactly when but i do remember seeing it when we rode yesterday i saw the flashes is after you go through the reverse launch and you go through like that lightning tunnel, it's like a half a second after that up and to the right. I keep missing it. And you can, if you look up, you can see the flashes, but I haven't seen the physical camera yet. Uh, but we we got our picture uh, yesterday from the ride, and it, it was really really well lit, really clear, and it's definitely one of the best on ride photos at property. Definitely. Now, um, I just pulled it up and the one that you get in front of the ride is a passport uh, to the wonders of Xandar. So it's, it's very Marvel-y themed. Uh, 
one other thing I want to mention is one of the reasons that we talk about the ride photos is because we like looking for the cameras and trying to pose for them. And rides like this are a little bit more challenging because you don't know where the camera is. And on top of that, you haven't ridden it very often, but we'll, we'll figure it out. But again, this ride photo that not only is Marvel themed, you're in the MCU. Um, it's super clear and somehow you can't even see the ride tracks in the photo. So Overall, I love the uh, the photo opportunities for this. But again, this ride, we're so excited about it. We're so excited it's finally open. We're so excited we did two straight episodes about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we did. I promise that the next one will not be Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic three, uh, Rewind, rewind. theme. Three wine. Oh, that'll be the third one. It'll be Ooh, three wine. It's three wine. <laughs> it will not be. Um, another thing that I wanted to say is now that we are past Memorial Day, I do expect to potentially, potentially, I can't talk today, potentially hear new things. Um, announcements like Fantasmic, Disneyland just got Fantasmic back, uh, you know, hearing different announcements for any kind of offerings. So we also are looking forward to hearing about Halloween Horror Nights and mm-hmm. the you know the houses that are going to be there. Overall, I I would like to think that here over the next couple of weeks we're going to get more announcements now that we've gotten through the holiday weekend. Yeah. So I'm very excited about that. For sure. Um I don't think we have anything else to cover as far as uh, as far as Guardians of the Galaxy goes, but this ride is just next level awesome. I cannot wait for all of you out there listening to ride this ride we love it so much it is my favorite ride i think it's the best ride disney's ever made personally um certainly the best coaster you know you could make it your case for rise of the resistance and things like that you know super immersive incredible technology but i do think that overall i think guardians might be the best ride that disney's ever made it's it's my favorite ride right now it was uh for a while it was velocicoaster but that's not disney i know but i'm just saying like overall sure i i just it we're so lucky to have this ride to be able to experience. And I think it just makes me want to go visit Disneyland. Yes. Yes. Finally, she's getting interested. <sighs> I've been wanting to go to Disneyland for a long time. COVID kind of screwed that up a little bit. Uh, but now that just about everything is back out there, I really do want to get out there sooner rather than later. Yeah. So overall, we're very excited of everything that's to come. Uh, we are excited to share with you plans that we have for 2022 and before you forget, forget, make sure that you uh, check out the new videos we talked about today. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. All of that helps us grow. But uh, we're going to let you guys go now. And hopefully you'll be planning your trip to Walt Disney World so you can ride Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all other podcast platforms. Be sure to follow at Park Hopper Show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and now join our ever-growing following on TikTok. Head over to YouTube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and subscribe to our channel for theme park videos and more. For one-stop access to all of our created content and to visit our merchandise store, visit a couple of parkhoppers.com. And until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you around, around the, the parks. parks.